Just an interesting anecdote. We learned the Tanya based on a system that was set up by the Sixth Lubavitcher Rebbe, Rabbi Yosef Yitzchak, where he split up the entire Tanya, all five sections, into a cycle that completes in a year. Now, the first cycle we did was a cycle based on a non-leap year. This cycle is based on a leap year cycle. <clears throat> so therefore, I can't even use the recordings of last year because it's a different different sizes of Tanya. Now what happens is, in the year that it was done, the early 40s, whenever it was Shabbos, he allocated a bigger portion of Tanya for that day. Sometimes a full chapter. Versus other days, where he has to split up the whole Tanya in 13 months, he gives quite small sections. So, in this year, when we're learning it, Wednesdays are the, in other words, the Wednesday is what in that year was the Shabbos. So, for example, I'm recording this on the first day of the month of Adar Aleph. In the year of 1943, 44, whichever year it was, that was a Shabbos. This year it's a Wednesday. So, if you notice, each week on a Wednesday it's a longer portion. And I say this because we're going to try to squeeze one of the m most powerful portions, the sections of Tanya, into one day. And that is chapter 26, a chapter that most probably was the first to have ever resonated with me personally, the first chapter that made me fall in love with this incredible book. Why? Because it talks to me. It talks in human language. Unlike the previous chapters that spoke about you know, the tzaddik, the bainani, the rasha, self-sacrifice and stuff, which is obviously extremely important, I struggled to find its relevance as a young person to my life. Then I opened chapter 26. And chapter 26 talks about depression. And fundamentally his point is that a person who feels depressed has to know there's no room for it. He gives the analogy of two boxers two people boxing in a ring. And one of them, they both have equal skill, but one of them is competent, confident in their competency, and the other one's feeling insecure. One's feeling energetic and one's feeling depressed. Who will win? He says, so too with the fight with the animal soul. If you show up to this fight, lethargic, negative, depressed, and you won't win. And I know this for myself. There is, it's almost impossible to fight your inner battles when you're not in a good headspace. That's why when people are stressed out, they bring out their worst selves. Because they don't have the joy, that, the oomph, to help them fight this tough fight. So Rabbi Shneri Salman says, you got to show up with simcha. you got to show up with joy. Yes, there seems to be, in, in various elements in Torah, room for seriousness. But that's only at allocated times, when you're reflecting, when you're doing Shema, certain parts of davening, tikkun chatzot, people who would wake up in the middle of the night to you know, cry about the destruction of the temple. There are times for that. But the general rule, the rule, not the exception, is joy. And he brings from the verse where Hashem, in the book of Dvarim, in the book of Deuteronomy, Moshe Rabbeinu is talking on behalf of God and he's saying the reason why so many of the challenges are coming to the Jewish people 
because you didn't serve Hashem with joy. In other words, you served Him, but there was no joy, because if there's no joy, then you're showing you're not interested. It's not a relationship. It's just a reluctance, or it's a fear of burning in hell. But that's not a relationship. That's not commitment. And he says, yes, people will have depression for different reasons. He talks about two kinds of sadness. The sadness that comes from physical things. You know, physical lack. And over here he reminds, he says, obviously you could pray for, you know, for blessings. But always re remember that even when you're going through difficult times, it comes from Hashem. And he, sh he explains in the Kabbalistic terms that we know the name of Hashem is four letters. The Yud, the He, the Vav, and the He. The Vav and He, the latter two letters, are stuff that show up in this world as good. The Yud and He are stuff that are really good, but because they're so powerful, the, the light is so intense, when they show up in this world, the world can't handle it. It's not absorbed well, doesn't digest well, and it, it manifests itself with difficult things. So therefore the verse says, Ashrei hagevra asher ka. How blessed is the person who goes through challenges from Ka, Yod and He, the first two letters of Hashem's name, because that's where challenges come from, a deeper level of Hashem. Obviously, we daven and we pray in the words that Labavitch Rebbe would use, Toiv Hanirava Nigla. We want good that will be revealed, good that will be digested. We don't want good that's undigestible and therefore it manifests as challenges. But even when our request doesn't get answered that way, and Hashem chooses to do it otherwise, we understand that even things that are difficult are ultimately Hashem. And then he says, if your depression is coming for spiritual reasons, he says, let me ask you a simple question. Why is it showing up at the most random times? You're in the middle of work and suddenly you're like, oh, I'm such a loser. I can't get my life together. My morality is so bad. If you were serious about it, you would allocate a time and would choose to focus on it, deal with it, and grow. But often we just get these random thoughts that make us feel incompetent, that make us feel less. And therefore, the only way to deal with it is to push it aside and say, yes, it's an important thought. I'm not perfect and I have challenges, but now is not the time. Now I have a job to do. Now I'm ha I have to be a parent. Now I have to go do whatever, you know, is on my schedule. I don't have time to sit there feeling sorry for myself because that comes from the Sahara, which is a very powerful point with which we end. Everyone thinks Jewish guilt is a gift, or at least it's virtuous. It depends. The idea of feeling guilty might be virtuous, but the fact that guilt comes in the most ridiculous times is nothing virtuous about it. It's destructive because depression is destructive. So anything that leads to sadness, negativity, obviously we're not talking about clinical depression because again, that's not a person's choice. We're talking about any thoughts that lead to sadness, depression, bitterness, have no room in the day-to-day -day living of a Jew.